0: Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you.
1: It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Uh, with us this week, Buzz the dog. Mm-hmm. Um, if he starts howling outside the studio, uh, if you let me put it this way. Okay. If you hear howling outside the studio, that's Brian. Okay. If it's sort of uh, ethereal and otherworldly, it's probably the dog. Yeah.
2: Guys. If it's happy howling, that's Brian just enjoying the show. Yeah. Just having uh, a good time. Delighting everyone. Yeah. Producer with, Brian. Without, uh, without exception.
1: You know what? A lot, and sometimes people a, ask us, aren't you in a soundproof booth? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Brian is loud. Sure, he's that's... he's naturally a loud man. Uh, but if
2: it's a mournful howling, mm-hmm.
1: that's Buzz. Yeah, exactly. He's sad that I saved him from euthanasia.
2: <laughs> yeah, he was. He's a uh, he's a homeless dog
1: who is uh, yearning for the release of death. Let's introduce another dog, another big time dog saver on the program. Oh, She's... hold on, one real, real quick. I can't hear myself. Am
2: I? Can we crank my headphones a little bit?
1: Yeah. Which which one are you?
2: Thanks. Uh let's try this one. Talk, talk, talk. There we go.
1: Great. Yeah. You got it? Mm-hmm. Might have been just your mic was not. Could be. There we go. Okay, let's introduce our guest on the program, also a dog saver. <laughs> also a member of the animal kingdom. <laughs> who, who is anxious for death.
3: <laughs> oh, stop please, sweet release. I yeah. need it.
2: Aaron Gibson, I do suicidal have a, seal. I
3: do have a suicide plan
2: but, uh, for when, I, for if I, when I
3: can't get out of chairs anymore.
1: Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Hold on. You have a suicide <laughs> plan? Mm-hmm. That means we're supposed to... Call the authorities. Yeah. You tell us your plan it's for suicide. Self, you, yeah, uh,
2: podcaster, podcasting sorry. confidentiality goes out the window if you're going to if you have self harm. Tens okay, of we,
1: thousands of people right now are legally and morally obligated to notify psychiatric authorities mm-hmm. that you have a plan to commit suicide.
3: I have a PR. I have a better way to spin this. It's <laughs> <laughs> self elderly euthanasia. Okay. Elderly okay. self euthanasia.
1: Elderly self euthanasia. Yes. So, so it clicks in when, when you get your that first AARP mailing. Can't take care
3: of myself anymore. The poops are off the, you know, who knows yeah. what's happening with the butt, you know. <laughs> right. Sure,
1: who knows. Who knows? Who knows? You know, God only knows as Brian Wilson once said. Sure.
3: That's what that song's about. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's about what 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 to, what you don't it's about, know as a come yeah. com- as a, lot a coming. people
1: think it's about a love affair. It's actually about mm-hmm. elder care. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: It is. It's about the lack of your bodily function. God only
1: knows up. why I can't pee
2: and poo. Yeah,
3: see? <laughs> Those are
2: the original lyrics.
3: They're, they're implied.
2: Bum, buh, yeah.
1: buh, buh, buh.
3: I can't <laughs> stand up anymore. D- who kn- God only knows what's happening with my butt. Sure. Right. So I go to Paris, one-way ticket to Paris. Gay okay, Paris. Book a beautiful...
2: <laughs> Blow up the plane.
0: <laughs> All <laughs> All the
2: way. Way. Oh, this is interesting. Take a lot of motherfuckers down with you.
3: It's very simple. Just go do a nice hotel, do a pill sandwich, and look at the Eiffel Tower and say goodbye.
2: Now you're having that pill sandwich on a baguette. Yeah, on yeah. Shabbat
3: in brie. Okay, Sh- shoved into brie. Ooh,
2: that's nice. Yeah, that's nice. Maybe warm uh, it up a little bit. Some yeah. cornichons. melt it a little bit.
3: A little piece of basil. That yeah, sounds
2: nice. Have you thought about joining some sort of suicide squad?
3: Oh, like uh, oh, like to do something good while I'm while I'm yeah, in just death? for
2: like one, just for like one last mission.
3: Yeah, I mean, I don't. Do they take old people?
2: I think so. I mean, I think if you have a special ability,
1: no.
3: Oh, is my special ability <laughs> my urge to die?
2: <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, and I mean, like not giving a fuck. I mean, I think that's a kind of a principal tenet of becoming hey, part of the suicide squad. Hey, if I'm still doing squad. spin
3: class when I'm losing all, you know, losing bodily function, I'll, I'll consider it because I'll at least have the cardio.
1: Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you can do it. Thanks, well, guys. If, if Arnold and and uh, Sly mm-hmm. can do it, I call him Sly. Uh, I think you can do it. Eric. Yeah, women can be expendables. Yeah, sure. at an old age, and you got plenty of
2: time to get leathery.
3: Oh yeah. Oh, just
2: start applying the self-tanner now. Do I have, so, like, when the time comes, you're sufficiently orange.
3: Do I have to be on Cigar Aficionado before
1: all <laughs> it this? Helps. It, it helps. helps. Uh, although their standards are pretty low. They basically, <gasps> are at this they? point, like, there was a time when it was just, you know, when it was all Sylvester Stallone, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and Tom Arnold. <laughs> but,
3: <laughs> I forgot he's also a regular.
1: But at some point, you know, at some point they just started taking pictures of people they saw with cigars.
2: <laughs>
3: I saw Vince Vaughn on the latest at a hotel. Wow. And do you, he, do you, you know, think
2: Cigar Aficionado is changing with the times to include vape products or celebrity oh, vapers? Celebrity vapists.
3: I don't that seems more like a High Times thing.
2: Yeah, like High it could Times be. would include that. I'm just saying like for, you know, the cigar craze, I know it seems like it'll never die out. Uh-huh. Because it's still going strong since 1992. Because it's addictive. Yeah. I mean, we we all, you know, I mean, I know it.
3: Cigars since 1992?
2: (laughs) Isn't that when, like, the cigar thing came back? I guess so. Is that around the same time?
3: When fedoras, it's like when... I was very, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, so maybe like 96, 97. Gotcha. Okay. I mean, and it's, you know, like swing dancing, still relevant.
3: Wait, I have a question. Have you guys ever, do you smoke cigars?
2: No. I have smoked a few cigars well, how and it's been kind of it? fun. It's like it, you don't inhale it. You just puff.
3: But then what's the do you get do you get high? I mean, do you get like a nicotine
2: buzz? Yeah, you get a, there's a little there's a little up that comes with it. Okay. Yeah. And again, yeah, sometimes it's, you know, it's a complex bouquet like a fine whiskey or something like oh, that. Gross. It's not that and it leaves a weird taste in your mouth for hours afterwards. Ew. It's not it is a mostly unpleasant experience with some positives.
1: I think I would enjoy an unlit cigar that I could chomp on. If it was like coming apart at the end, like a hobo cigar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, nice and saliva sure.
1: And I go like, nah, you know? <laughs> I mean, I mean Jesse,
2: you can do that. Yeah, just I maw down know. on you a cigar. You can do that. You're you're talking
1: about this like it's some far-off fantasy. Or I don't know. I don't believe in myself.
2: No, I think you can do it, buddy. Just go down to, you know, Jimmy's Humidor. <laughs> Jimmy's Humidoria. Uh-huh. Also, Talk now, to Jimmy.
3: We've got open open trade with Cuba. You can get some of the best cigars yeah, now. It's a great to time not to do
1: light it. and just chew on and go yeah. Nya. <laughs> <laughs> like I could tell tell people whether or not they're going to make it in show business.
2: It was really like inspiring yes. to see John Kerry mm-hmm. raise the American flag at the Cuban embassy, mm-hmm. put that cigar in his mouth and go yeah. Yeah.
1: Did you watch that? That was what America's all about. <laughs>
2: sure. I did watch that, yeah.
3: They had a lot – too many poems.
2: <laughs> How many poems were there? I do remember some poetry, but I don't remember there being an excess of it. To I be re- fair, I didn't watch it a lot. There was
3: like a Cuban national who g- – g- g- good for him, number sure. one. But he was doing a lot of um, patriotic poetry sure. to the country and it wasn't good. Do you and think- he only got to do it because he was the only guy who – Knows how to rhyme in English do you think in Cuba.
1: Do you think it's possible that the Secretary of State uh, John Kerry agreed to that because he knew that it would lead to people understanding that socialism inevitably is followed by an excess of poetry?
0: Hmm. Oh
3: yeah, as a as a warning.
1: Because the people are like, well, sure. I could either work in this factory or be a poet guy. Sure. Yeah,
3: that's what they call like poet
1: guys. Yeah, <laughs> you just have to apply. You know, know the right guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: And maybe I'm the guy.
1: You could be the guy. You know... I want... Okay. Hold on. Before you don't want to
3: talk about Cuba?
1: <laughs> I want to I plug our Do you want to go nyah? Right at the top of the program. Okay. Because the three of us, mm-hmm. along with our great friend Brian Safi and Brian Fernandez, is coming along as well, uh, are going to be in Portland, Oregon, on Saturday night, the 12th. Right? Yes. The 12th of September at the Hollywood Theater... Uh, doing our shows together, I think it's going to be very exciting. It's going to be
3: unprecedented.
1: Almost sold out already. Erin just told us the ticket numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a narrow window that is about to close when I say special guest on the show, Corinne Tucker from Slater-Kinney. There we go. The win. Just, just, just
0: just do you think that?
1: Do you think that the people of Portland will be interested in Corinne Tucker of Slater Kenny? I don't
2: know. I don't. I, I mean, I like think you people... should have. I mean, I mean, she's great and all. Yeah, she's a, she's, a, she's a she's a fun lady. I think you should have taken into account where we were doing our show. I mean, instead of just booking this random guest, that I, you know you maybe people won't even know who she it, is. It
3: is like it's, doing. Let me just explain to people if they don't know. It is like getting Hank Williams Jr. in. In Dallas.
2: Yes.
1: It is the equivalent of that. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, let's say you're in London. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like booking the Queen Mother. Yes. <laughs> or at the very least, a handsome corgi.
3: It's like Bjork in Iceland. Sure. Yeah.
1: yeah, exactly. You know? Can you imagine what it's like to be Bjork in Iceland? You know, like only like 500,000 people or something live in Iceland? <sighs> in the entire country of Iceland? Like imagine... Imagine if you were in – if Sacramento was a country, like the Sacramento area. I would
3: would like to not do that. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine
1: that the Sacramento area is a country and Bjork is from there and Bjork lives there and hangs out there all the time. If you were a Sacramentite, how fucking – how much would you flip out if you saw Bjork? I don't know.
3: Lately – she says some crazy stuff. I do feel like people in Iceland are like – she's – We're not all like that. I feel like they're, like, distance themselves a tiny
1: bit. We're not all impish. Yeah. It's sort of like how I, as a San Franciscan, felt as a child about wavy gravy.
3: Oh, my God. Wait, I don't even know what that... It's not a gravy, correct? (laughs) It's not a sentient gravy. (laughs) Is it... Okay, here's what I think it is. Yeah. Not a gravy.
1: Correct. You're gold so far. Mm -hmm. String
3: cheese incident-esque band?
1: No. It's a man.
3: Oh, it's a... Who do, who does a paint? Who's pay, he does? He's the guy who did Big Eyes. <laughs> no,
1: that guy is from San Francisco, though. I don't know uh, who is guy, Wavy Gravy. His wife was the one who actually did the painting.
3: Yeah, but he he really got all the he deserved all the credit <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: for marrying her.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> discovering talent. Yeah, yeah, for, and putting
2: her in an attic
1: where she could paint for owning her. Right? Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> who is Wavy Gravy? As
1: God intense Wavy anyway. Gravy is an elderly hippie. Uh, he must be genuinely elderly now because he was moderately elderly when I was a kid. Uh, he ran security at Woodstock. Oh, uh, famously, that's probably his most his number one credit is that he was in charge. A job. Of, he was like a leader. He was a hippie leader, like a Ken Kesey, like a talentless Ken Kesey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he uh, ran security at Woodstock. Famously, his plan was to f- build a moat full of jello. Mm.
3: Okay. Now I feel like this is all coming together now.
1: Um, and then as an adult, he was just a celebrity hippie. He's a Ben and Jerry's flavor, uh, has always been. And he ran a rainbow-themed circus camp.
3: Did he make any – how do people like that pay rent? Not to sound like an old, like, Republican.
2: <laughs> I think you do engage. Well, you run the circus camp. He's that's bringing got a in some memoirs. money. Okay. Yeah, memoirs, engaged well, speaking engagements.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think Camp Winter Rainbow is a pretty uh, the money. is a,
3: a money pit. It's, it's a money.
1: It's, no, it's a, it's a money generator. It's, it's a, a money generator. It's a, it's a gusher. <laughs>
3: <laughs> if <laughs> I can
1: put it in Texas terms. Oh yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> he's basically the city bank of hippie camps. Like he's he's raking it in.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: Okay. Exactly. I, I, I mean, so. it's probably a you know. A front for heroin.
0: <laughs> sure. Some sort of drug.
2: Yeah. You, you teach the kids. You teach the kids, you know, a couple couple different key things. You know, you juggle with scarves, mm-hmm. some sleight of hand magic, making a coin disappear, and then keistering some heroin, getting it through airport security. These this, are the three the tenets things they teach. of
1: child magic.
3: That – I would send my kid there.
2: Putting things
1: in your butt has a name. Oh, Keystering. Hooping. Keystering? It's called hooping. 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 Putting things in your butt, uh, not, not, uh, pleasure, but not- not For pleasure, but for concealing not, them. Not enjoyable things or poops, mm-hmm. but um, contraband. You
3: work for Pablo Escobar. That's what you're doing.
1: <laughs> you're hooping. hooping. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you're hooping. It's called hooping because your butthole, if you, if you think about it, a butthole in some ways is like a hoop. Mm.
3: It. I think about that, how much is like hoop all the Was time. Was I
1: wrong sure. to call it keystering? Is that something else? I think else? is also something. Okay. But, I think that that is, that is just another word synonyms. for the same okay. thing. Okay. Yeah.
3: What uh, made you think of, of hooping?
1: Uh, Jordan brought it up. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he did. We're on the show Jordan, Jesse, go <laughs> Oh, right. Oh, sorry.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think you And Jesse's you're... totally good. Uh, he's got- To be fair, he's going on a flight later and has uh, a significant amount of moon rocks up there.
1: Oh, yeah. You you yourself host a podcast that is – 40% 40% about things you've lost in your vagina. Oh, yeah. So I don't but are think there... you should get too high and mighty about me bringing up pooping. I
3: wasn't judging. I was just – I was I was wondering what the thought thing – because sometimes I'll go like, oh, we're talking about beer. Right. Would Could I put a pint glass in my vagina? Right. Is it that flexible at this sure. point? <laughs> yes. And so that's the thought process. But I was just wondering how you – internally went from those things i didn't i wasn't like don't do it i was like please explain
1: i would say that ours was pretty a to b yeah,
3: it was i don't pretty, know yeah yeah
1: yeah jordan talked about keistering Then mm-hmm. i i've brought up the fact that i knew this other word for it called hooping mm-hmm.
3: okay All now right. that, i'm Could glad we, we fit pint
1: glasses up there i, mean, I think how, it's yes. next
3: you, I, Aaron, I don't i th-
1: get this cell phone how do you think i got this past security <laughs>
3: oh right <laughs> it's a cell phone right made of heroin. the bum yeah, it goes in sideways like that. Yeah,
1: you hoop it in there, and you don't do it. No, a... I do it long ways. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer to do it long ways.
2: Yeah. You don't do it. You put it or... up there sideways. That's kind of like just a party trick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's where there's a little lull in the
1: conversation. You're like, hey, this and no is Ziploc fun. baggie, just right up there. No, I wrapped it in saran wrap. Oh,
3: okay, that's yeah. that's respectful. I
1: enjoy the crinkles. <laughs> <laughs> I like it crinkly if i can anyway we'll be back in just a second i'm jordan jesse go it's
0: wonderful
2: we're dave and graham and we host stop podcasting yourself we started this podcast back in 2008 Before, podcasts had to have any kind of concept, so we don't really know how to describe it. It's kind of like going to the barber shop if your barber knew all about the first season of the show Elf. It's like a 90-minute massage where the masseuse is two people talking to each other with a third person. It's like the Monsters of Metal tour, only
1: quieter, no music, and just talking. It's like a makeout session, but without the lips touching, they just talk a lot. Download Stop Podcasting Yourself from iTunes or MaximumFun.org. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, the voice of the millennial generation. Jordan Morris, boy detective.
3: Aaron Gibson, king of king of suicides. <laughs> <laughs> really,
2: king of That's just suicides. when you mix Coke, Sprite, and Diet Coke. Yeah, so. yeah. To be so I just don't want people to call mental health professionals. You
3: go to a fountain it's yeah. fountain drinks and you do all of them. Mm-hmm. And point- I'm the king of that.
1: You put diets in your suicides? A little bit. A little splash. A little splash. Oh, that's intriguing. Is that yeah. that's just to just because you
2: want that ten percent less calories? It's, yeah, because like I because I'm watching my figure. Right. So we're
1: going maybe twenty percent Coke classic. Number one, Jordan. I don't think you need to worry about your figure. Thank you. I, real, thank you. real men have curbs. That's yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, And thank you. I mean, I'm so tired of all these magazines telling me that I need to, I have read so many
1: magazines, too. Sure. I am tired of them. Telling me I
2: need to look like Shia
1: LaBeouf. I can't look like Shia LaBeouf.
3: He can't even do it. He's barely hanging on. He's failing.
1: I'm just going to read those pamphlets. You know, yeah. You know, what I'm talking about like those religious comic books. Oh yeah, oh sure. so fun. You That's should or
3: zines. Zines are safe.
1: Zines. Oh, zines,
2: those won't. Zines are safe. They'll keep impose. you safe from the twenty first century. <laughs> they will. <laughs> those won't impose a body image on you.
3: <laughs> the, I mean, it, all it will do is make you reminisce just for a time of photocopying mm-hmm. or ditto machines, depending sure. on how old you
1: are. Oh man, you know, I went. I I uh I got a tattoo the other day. Mm-hmm. And uh, sorry. A tattoo. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> uh, and he's by... just mispronouncing canoe. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks it's called tattoo. Okay, I
2: won't say anything. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, by far, the most interesting part of it was that it involved what I'm pretty sure was a ditto machine. Mm. Like I'm... a robot did it. <laughs> I didn't put my arm in a ditto machine, Okay, I, Let's be clear. Just being clear. That
2: would be cool if, like, tattoo parlors of the future are just like the blood pressure machine at, like, a... <laughs> had like a... a Walgreens?
1: A, yeah, exactly. Vaughn's. Long's. Mm-hmm. I guess at this point I'm Dwayne Reed. Sure. CVS. Is this the tattoo? These are all places to get. This is the tattoo on my arm, but what what they do is the 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 tattoo artist draws it on a piece of paper... And then puts it through some kind of ditto machine. Like when the what the reason I say it's a ditto machine it comes is that it printed out spelling worksheets.
3: <laughs> and it was purple in, yeah. in its color. But I get
2: asked to have a spelling worksheet tattooed on myself. <laughs> okay, I'm, just so uh, when your you know when your sons get to be that age, they can practice on Daddy's back.
1: Exactly. Well, <laughs> they can practice while I sleep. Sure. Um, it's only it, the same four words over and over again, well, He puts it into a machine, and this is like, look, I'm going to a classy place, mm-hmm. but he puts it into a machine that looks like it would print dinners on Battlestar Galactica. Mm-hmm. <laughs> print dinners? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Early three D. Yeah, like it's like a it looks
2: like uh Is there food printing on that show? I've never watched Like it. it has
1: those kind of big red flip back and forth switches, like not even the kind that lights up, the kind that like sticks out mm. and you go flunk, clunk, clunk.
3: It's either off or
1: on. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, and it's beige nope. and huge Ow. beige and gray and huge. And he puts your drawing you put he puts a drawing in it. And a tattoo comes out, mm.
3: and then they put it on your skin, and then, so they can trace it, right? Yeah,
1: and then it digs in into your with a laser gun. It's an Avery well, T-shirt transfer. They just they, they
2: heat up a, they put a, they run hot water in the sink, put a towel there, and
1: then they just press it onto <laughs> yeah, exactly. the what they printed out. It does. Look That's like, kind of
3: what they do, though,
1: right? It does look like a T-shirt transfer, but it doesn't look like. What you're th- – the Avery T-shirt transfer, the kind you buy at Office Depot in mm-hmm. 1998.
3: <laughs> or last week, depending on who you
1: are. Sure. It looks or like... if you're making some labels for your CDRs. Uh-huh. It looks like the machine at – and look, I was born in 1981, so I don't have firsthand knowledge of this, but I have secondhand knowledge of this. It looks like the machine in a mall in Illinois – in 1976, that put Ozzy Osbourne transfers on to T-shirts.
3: Oh, yeah. And it would always square. doesn't matter what yeah. your art is. Yep. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Did you complain? Did you do? You should go on Yelp and let them know that you are not <laughs> happy with you the You want decision. a more
1: current machine. I just, like, at least, like, know that machines are black now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, just get some spray what, paint. Just, like, sure. some point in the, like, mid-90s, early 90s, they decided, like, we could just make these black. Like, that would be less <laughs> weird than having a but beige thing.
3: Then in, like, 2000 to, like, 2005, people were like, but what about stainless steel?
2: Yeah, sure. that's true. And then that happened. Or there was the, like, iMac aesthetic with, like, everything had a had a, had a fluorescent bubble on it. Yep. Translucent blue. Mm-hmm.
3: I didn't like that. That was too you know d
1: for me. We're going to need to start. <laughs> <laughs> to I vitamin
2: C.
3: I love d and I love Aqua, but it's too much. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> I I think we should start. Your stainless steel idea has me thinking. Mm-hmm. Um,
3: That's not the first time that someone said that to me. I
1: <laughs> I think uh, like a like polished concrete is something we should think about. Mm. But then more than that, I think that we should start a Dwell Tattoo Magazine.
3: Yes. By the way, there's already some guy here who does tattoos. Tattoos. Doctor something. Uh-huh. Do you know about this guy?
1: Doctor Tattoo. Doctor Tattoo. <laughs> he does feel like good.
3: very pretty line art drawings. Oh. Anyway, so I was talking about him. I was getting my nails done in Toronto, t- Toronto at, <laughs> at a nail place, and they were nail artists, and they knew who he was. He's like international. So I feel like I guess
1: I'm not clear on what this guy does. He draws pretty uh, pretty line
2: art. Okay. For, like
3: all oh, like very thin drawings, like thin. But thin, only tattoos. Thin lines. I think he only does tattoos. Okay. I'll tell you Jordan, what? I thought we were calling them tattoos. I,
1: no, I mean, I just
2: – yeah, I'll, okay. I'll okay. call it tattoo for the, uh, for the I, remainder of this. Someone, knows,
3: who, it, someone knows his name and I don't know what it is. I'll tell
1: you how I, I'll <laughs> tell you how I picked my guy. Okay. Uh, the way that I picked my guy is uh, I read a comic book he wrote about a dog and I liked it.
3: <laughs> Great job. As
1: good a reason as any.
3: And he also does tattoos? Uh,
1: his main job is tattoos.
3: Oh, I see. Secondary is Secondary. comics. I don't
1: think comic books – I don't think an artsy comic book is a particularly mm. remunerative occupation.
3: Don't you think you have to be borderline sociopath to be a tattoo artist? Because mm-hmm. you cannot make any mistakes. Yeah, you can. You have to be so confident.
2: Oh yeah, like in are what you, you are doing. Are you? Are you like addicted to the stress? Yes. Is that what you're suggesting? Yeah. yeah. It does. It does seem really, really
1: stressful.
3: I don't mean that everyone's. I don't mean that to say that people who do tattoos are crazy. I'm mm-hmm. just saying you have to have. A very abnormal self confidence. Do you to think do it's it.
1: like when a guy comes home from the tattoo parlour? Uh, he you is can pronounce some words correctly. He you know, is, mispronounce every word. He is he is has that same quality of a submariner who's just gotten home from a long voyage. <laughs> Oh, like he's seen it. Like he's like he's been in a pressure packed situation mm-hmm. with Sean Connery, sure. Possibly Denzel Washington. I thought you were t- for some reason you were talking about what they called. Oh no, they just
2: called him the Mariner. I was thinking of Kevin Costner's character from Waterworld. Oh. They just called him the Mariner.
1: I would have assumed that you would have been. Th- you would have assumed that I was talking about Namor the Submariner. <laughs> oh sure, yeah, the bad uh, Marvel Aquaman. Yeah, the low end Aquaman. Sure. Um, so I do you think he has that same kind of jittery, world-worn uh, – I'm not into Marvel anymore, Jesse. I'm more into Waterworld. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. You're, no,
3: I, I, mean, they I don't, don't understand that, that trajectory. They don't drink
2: that
1: much <laughs> pee in Marvel stuff. Yeah, I like Aaron. the pee
2: drinking and I like the anti-smoking uh, message.
3: Is it correct? Am I remembering this correctly? In Waterworld, they pee on a trampoline and the sun <laughs> – D- disinfects it and then they drink it? Yeah.
2: It's called
1: it's... a piss tramp. No. That's just <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Piss tramp. No, okay. Sure. That's just my neighbor's kid.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh.
3: Pee on the leg is the grossest slash most freeing thing <laughs> that anybody can experience.
1: Mm. Okay. So so uh uh yeah so I this guy... I disagree.
2: It's eating chili in the bath.
1: <laughs> the thing that this guy could do that was amazing speaking to the point of not making any mistakes is – so the 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 tattoo is a little bit of a poem and I was – he's like – he gave me these font books, you know, like you can decide what font you want. And I'm looking – I'm sort of like disappointed. He's like, well, we could do it in the poet's hand. And I'm like, really? And he's like, yeah, if you can find some letters or something. So I looked on the internet. And, and I, he
3: wrote in curls? That's that's why you got so, that tattoo? Okay,
1: so here's the thing. In curls? You mean cursive? <laughs>
3: Sorry, scripts? no, I mean Joker Man, curls, all the classic fonts from Word. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> J- There's one called Joker Man? Yeah, he, Joker Man. He wrote yeah. everything in Impact. Hmm.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: Um. So he, uh, the, the tattoo artist, he looks at, he looks at the letter, like starts finding uh, little, you know, groups of letters and words that are in the thing that I'm getting as a tattoo. And that was pretty good. Like when he said, oh, you want a double L like this? And I'm like, yeah. But what was amazing to me is he just had a pencil in his hand and he was just drawing it on a piece of paper exactly the same as it was on the screen. <laughs> he basically... Without acting like it was any kind of thing. Like he could be a master check forger. Sure. Well, so he basically created a
3: font book for your tattoo yes. tattoo, yes, that's incredible,
1: yeah, it was a humdinger
3: that's mm. incredible
1: It was impressive
3: I don't think he does he know that he how-
1: impressive that skill is? I don't know, maybe all tattoo artists can do that because of what you just said that if they fuck up,
3: yeah. <clears throat> It's over. <laughs> their te- their tattoo careers is over. But like you know how
1: I don't know. Can are you are you an artist? Can you draw, Aaron? Uh,
3: okay. I can only so I c- draw clowns. I can't. And that's the truth. <laughs> that is
1: the perfect, truth. Perfect clowns. Everything else <laughs> terrible. It's the only thing I can draw. Same with me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. But like you know when somebody you know they draw th- that is good at drawing, you know they draw in those kind of lines that they're they're sort of. They're sort of going around the thing, and then all of a sudden, there's enough lines there, and it sort of suggests exactly the shape. Like yeah. that's how people sketch things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like they don't just draw a circle, they kind of go around and m- imply the circle, and then yes. all of a sudden, it's there. That's what he does? No, that's what I thought he would do because that's how, how everyone that I know that can do art does. But instead, he just puts his pen on the paper and draws exactly what's there. He's
3: like a human CAD
1: machine. Yeah. <laughs> He's a human CAD machine.
3: Do you know what that is? No, it's it's like
1: the thing that CAD ar- is computer assisted design, right?
3: Yeah, but it's like the thing that um you put you put your like um whatever your uh clearly I know how to put this in very clear words, you put in your design for architects, right? And then it out plops the pl- plans, <laughs> and the CAD machine out plops the plans. The, the CAD machine plops the plans out.
2: Oh. Yeah, so if you need a plan plopped,
3: exactly. Yeah, you get you get Call a CAD the CAD machine. if you need a
2: plan plopped. I've it's been, what engineers is I've been is. hooping plans. I could really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Should plop them in the front. You could pr- really plop out a <laughs> <of> plan. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, oh, shall I save you uh, Twitter. Uh, a Twitter barrage and ask what the
1: tattoo is of? Oh, I forgot about that. I sincerely forgot about that. It says, who shall say, which is a line from a William Carlos Williams poem.
3: But here's my question, because I have two tattoos. Yes. One a regrettable
1: 15-year-old tattoo. Do you have any... It just says d Light.
3: <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's just
1: the groove is in the heart. Groove
3: is in the heart and Joker Man. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. it says
1: Barbie
2: girl.
3: <laughs> <laughs> They're matching anklet. Right. Um, and I have... But I, I, I have, mean,
2: I think inside of all of us. I mean, I think Aaron's tattoos speak to the dual nature of man is that inside all of us is a groove and a barbie girl
3: That's exactly true. Honestly, my tattoo is basically that. It's tribal art.
1: Okay. Oh, so it sounds
3: wow. around the same time. And in
1: 1995 uh-huh. stuff, 1998.
3: Yeah. Real real gross. You
1: had just
2: you had just gotten your Copy of the Red Hot Chili Peppers Californication.
3: I was all I was. I was like, we're over under the bridge. Sure, we're we're now into. Is that on another? that, that on another was on album? Blood Sugar right. Magic. Okay. Yeah. I was like, Nirvana's oh. dead. Well, I've got to move on into a fresh, sure. positive part something of my life. Funkier. So I. So I was like, what about <laughs> something I'm basically stealing from? Another culture
2: Okay Yeah oh, What? Year. So what was the uh, What was the honest uh, Impetus behind the tribal art I
3: went I wanted to tattoo Because I was do, I was doing badass phase uh-huh. mm-hmm. I was failing out of school And smoking You know t- Spending my lunch money On cigarettes So I was like I'll get a tattoo To show everyone How cool I am Right So then I went With two friends And I was like I'm gonna get a tattoo And then one of the friends Who I had a crush on Picked it off of a wall And I said Okay that one mm. So I didn't even pick it out
1: mm. Wow. It's a
3: real reminder. High stakes.
1: I'll tell you this. I've come
3: a long way, baby.
1: My colleague <laughs> my colleague here at Maximum. I only um, smoke, that's v- when you v- smoke. Newport Virginia, cigarettes. Yeah, Virginia Slims. Virginia Slims. Or
3: whoever. Uh, uh, yeah. Newport? I don't know. don't know.
1: Virginia Slims. Virginia <laughs> Slims. Julia Smith, the producer of yes. Bullseye and Judge Sean Hodgman, uh, when she saw that I had gotten a tattoo, remarked to me that she had a tattoo, uh, which I didn't know. I think it's in a hidden area. Lower uh, she Lower back? I, I said I don't know. I didn't. I didn't want to be. I didn't want to pry. nosy. Yeah, um, but uh, she did tell me that uh, she got it in a bet with a friend. Mm. Um, so good. she and a friend, as when they were teens or early twenty somethings or something, went and uh, uh, agreed that if Julia got a tattoo, her friend would get a tattoo of the cartoon character Chili Willy. <laughs> And Julia got the tattoo, uh, mm-hmm. and then her friend refused to get a chili. Tattoo. <gasps> wow! Said no, I changed my mind. I bet
3: this tattoo is bad. Yeah, I wonder what it is. I if she
1: she's not ashamed of it. She says she and some friends got the same tattoo, and they okay.
3: Yeah. That's good. Um, and then on the ba- on my back, I have an. I have Elvis's mantra TCB with the lightning bolt.
1: That's good. I like that for a tattoo. Taking care of business. That's
3: right. But here's every day,
1: every single way. Here's Mm -hmm.
3: what's fun about it: people think it's funny when I'm wearing a tank top to say "Country's Best Yogurt," which is not. It doesn't say TCBY.
1: Right. It It says says TCB TCB with the lightning bolt, which (laughs) is Elvis's thing. The country's Mm -hmm. best lightning.
3: Yeah, exactly. It's powder level lightning. Mm. Yeah.
1: I think that's a great tattoo. Thanks. Very cool. It's
3: I, But I got it in Brooklyn, and I had to ask how many people got this tattoo this year.
1: Uh huh.
3: And she said only one. So then I said, let's do it. <laughs> if, if, like one, if someone that week sure. had already gotten it, I would, and it was like a trending tattoo, not enter it. You know, you're enter, like,
2: ah, this is a little played out. You know, just give me the mustache on my index finger. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but do it in a flesh color.
2: Right, have yeah, Have you yeah. seen that? No, I have not people seen that. People get
3: flesh colored. So it's like... A tattoo that they have, but it's like if they need to get a job, they can like it's like a magic eye poster or something. You huh. see it, you see it if you see it.
1: God, I would love to get a magic eye tattoo. Cross can you your imagine eyes and a and a and a horse sailboat appears? A <laughs> yeah,
3: a dolphin holding the American flag. <laughs> well, how do those work? Does what? anybody has anybody cracked the code
2: of how ta- how magic eyes work? Yeah, no, John think- Magic Eye <laughs> made a deal with Satan. Uh-huh. He sacrificed his son on an altar, and uh, john magic eye was is the only one who had the power to make them. <laughs> and his he first name is
3: so and he boring. His first name is so boring, and his last name is so cool yeah,
1: he's a he's an enigma, yeah. Don't you wish your last name was Magic Eye? <laughs>
3: yes, that was the first pussycat doll song. Magic Eye? Don't you wish your first name was, was Don't John you Mag- wish your first
1: name was? <laughs>
3: Magic Eye. Last yeah. name, sorry. Yeah, or whatever. You get uh, it.
1: My, the tattoo I guy- I think did pretty good
2: with that poop pee one earlier, <laughs> so you'll forgive my mistake on this song parody.
1: The tattoo guy had, uh, you know, uh, knuckle tattoos, mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, love and hate or whatever. Mm-hmm. It said pots and pans. That's great. I thought that was pretty that good. Is very that's very good. good. I thought that was pretty. He, I said, "Does that say pots and pans?" And he was all ready to be like embarrassed. So he's like, "Oh, I got it when I was really young. It was one of my first tattoos." And I was like, "No, I think that's great. That's hilarious. That's, that's a awesome. great tattoo." Yeah, pots and pans.
3: Jordan, are you going to get any tattoos?
1: I now feel like I'm the only one.
3: Well, are you Jewish?
2: Ju- ju- huh? Are you Jewish? It is. Yeah, I want to be buried in a Jewish cemetery. It's yeah. not because I am Jewish. I just find Jewish women attractive, and I want to be around <laughs> it's your them, last even to in death. One? Yeah.
3: Great plan.
2: Yeah. Uh, I do feel like I'm the last one now. I'm officially the last one without a tattoo. In all of of Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. Of our demographic of person. I am now the only one. I don't think
1: Sonny D has a tattoo.
2: Yeah. Brian, no. no. Thanks, Brian. Me and you. We could be buried in a Jewish cemetery with all those delicious Jewish women. Delicious dead Jewish (laughs) Mm, woman.
3: They will certainly let you in with that attitude. Oh, hello.
2: (laughs) Hello, ladies. It's me, a Gentile.
3: (laughs) It's just a recording (laughs) of Shall we be
2: together forever?
3: (laughs) It's just a recording that plays over a mega speaker on your grave.
1: (laughs) On my grave, yeah. People are (laughs) burying their loved ones. Yeah, And in the
2: Jewish tradition, everybody's oh, lighting up to throw dirt on the casket to get some closure. Exactly. Yes, I'm looking forward to meeting your grandmother in the afterlife.
3: Someone knows you and they're like, that wasn't even his real voice.
1: <laughs> I'm celebrity boy, Jordan <laughs> Morris. That's right. I talk like this when I'm dead.
0: <laughs>
3: Everyone always is like at the place. They're like, who's eating cheese?
2: <laughs> well, that's how I
1: died. I ate yeah. that brie with all the pills in it we <laughs> will be back in just a second on Jordan and Jesse Go la, 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 la,
0: la, la,
1: la. Welcome to Oh No, Ross and Carrie Ross Hi Carrie What do you think is creepier? Okay You jump into
0: a swimming pool All of a sudden, the water goes away And instead of water, there is the
4: bones of your dead ancestors Ew. Or mm-hmm. our show
1: that's pretty tough Because we visited A live exorcism
4: We joined the Ordo Templi Orientis Where we had to worship A naked lady Oh
1: and we joined That Tony Alamo cult no. They were scary Super creepy We joined the Ethere Society
2: We tried penis enlargement Or at least oh, I did Oh
1: boy I tried
2: breast enlargement We have basically done Every creepy weird Fringe thing Except
1: for Thousands more Which we will get to If you listen to our show
2: I'd still say The swimming pool with my ancestors bones
1: Well then I don't even know If people should listen
2: I guess they shouldn't
1: But if you want Two were
0: at Maximum Fun, and the show's called on Ross and Carrie.
1: It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morse, boy detective.
3: Aaron Gibson, suicide drink queen. Oh. King, sorry. Uh, royalty. <laughs> Let's just be vague sure. about it. Monarch. Yeah, monarch. What's
2: your ideal suicide? What's what's going into it? Do you have ratios?
3: Uh, I. Un, uh, this is unfortunate, but I do like Mountain Dew because I'm from the South.
1: Sure. So it would be is a s- cultural thing. Is that a Southern thing? Mountain it's a,
3: Dew. It's a Southern garbage thing. Yeah. Sure
2: I think that's that was its original audience. I think now it's like dirtbag teens, but yes. I think with their original logo was like a um. Was like a hillbilly,
3: a man in like Orles a racist character. A shirt okay. of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a
2: racist character of a southern person. Yeah, um, I
3: love Big Red, which also is a southern. Thing. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. Do you know Big Red?
2: Big Red is a red soda.
3: Yeah, but it, what is the taste? It's do you like know? Yellow. The,
2: it's right? the tastes like the color red.
3: Yeah, exactly. It, and then I would do Coke. Okay. Coke, Mountain Dew, Big Red. Okay. No Sprite.
2: Solid. I mean, that's a very regional suicide. But yeah,
3: you know. Well, as you put Dr Pepper in it, it's super super southern. Okay. Oh, I
1: thought oh, yeah, you, yeah, sure. you would mix. You would mix big red and Mountain Dew, and then do some blow. <laughs>
3: oh yeah, oh cocaine. Like get
1: pumped. Full. Sure.
3: You that honestly, I think that would give you a heart attack. Mountain Dew and cocaine.
1: Yeah, that would be, that'd be serious. I wouldn't want to be around. First of all, you, first of all, you have the uh, powerful illegal uh, stimulant mm-hmm. cocaine. Then also you have like oh like a cup of coffee's worth of caffeine. Mm-hmm. So between the two of those.
3: In San- do you think that there's cocaine I think that's proponents a little bit like
1: running towards the front of the space shuttle? You're like, I'm going a thousand miles an hour. Oh, it's
3: for sure. Look, ma, no hands. Yeah, it's for sure that. Do you think that there's cocaine um, supporters who are mad that weed is a thing, that, like that weed's legal, and they're like, Come on, we don't even do it that much. That's funny. <laughs> yeah.
2: You're right. Exactly. It's, it's just- not even
3: a lifestyle for us. It's just a party thing.
2: Sure. When do I want to stay out, um, I wonder. Yeah, I guess I, you don't. You don't hear that we're responsible adults argument about other drugs. I mean, maybe, maybe from, from the, the most extreme, you know, libertarian type. But
3: I have plenty of friends who do cocaine in very uh, conservative amounts sure. and have their lives together. And they're just like, "Hey, four times a year, I just want to have cocaine."
2: I mean, I think that's that's you know. Unfortunately, what the media is whitewashing is Thank the you. reasonable cokehead.
3: That's exactly the
2: reasonable together cokehead, and I'm tired of seeing all these, you know, nasty representations
3: Thank of cokeheads in the media. Yeah,
2: like James Corden,
3: just that the...
2: offensive cocaine character, James Corden,
3: such a big cokehead. Yeah, uh,
2: but yeah, when we're all just reasonable people, just oh. and I'm this is me coming out. I've said we're all because yes. I am. Four times a year. Four days. T- just just a, four times time a year. of fun.
3: Why not? And you're seeing a band. Yeah, you want to dance a little bit. Sure. Why not?
2: I and in- <laughs> inhale a lot.
3: Yeah, and you want to, just, yeah, <sighs> full full lungs of
2: air. <sighs> yeah, just enjoy a nice
1: lungful. What are you going to say? I I want to take <laughs> I want to take this opportunity. Yeah. Uh, while we are in the subject of unusual and distinctive. Ingestibles, mm-hmm. such as suicides, cocaine, mm-hmm. mellow yellow, <laughs> red. Dr. Star. Dr. Star.
3: Doctor. What is Dr. Star? It's Dr. Like a, Slice. It's like a
1: budget, a budget Dr. Pepper.
4: Oh. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, I want to mention uh, Brian and Lindsay Will Totally Eat That is out. The first ever video production from MaximumFun.org. Uh, there are... Twenty-eight episodes. Amazing. We made 28 episodes. Brian and Lindsay are the loveliest, most charming, fun people. Present company accepted. No, I'm agree. Brian. I Brian's agree. I agree. <laughs> they're so fun and pleasant, right? Aren't they're they're ama-
3: pleasant? just like – it's like watching butterflies live in human bodies. Yes.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: Exactly. And uh, if they look like caterpillars, that's what's going on. hmm <laughs> Um, no, it is super, super fun, among other things. I'm trying to think of, like, what are the fun things. We had them eat all kinds of different shit. Like I went – we had people sending us things from foreign countries and I went to every dollar store and, uh, you know, Japanese market and Korean market and Oaxacan market. And uh, they eat uh, chapulines, which is uh, Oaxacan-style crickets. Nope. Or grasshoppers. Won't do it. Uh Brian, who had never had alcohol before in his life, uh, drank Malort, uh, which is famous for being the worst alcohol. (laughs)
3: And what does it taste like? Did he –
1: it is like absinthe. It is a mm. it is a wormwood liqueur. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wormwood being uh, famous for its bitterness exclusively. Um, and uh, let's it's see. a
3: it's a liquor that you get dared to drink.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> uh, they also uh, It's what you want to drink when you want to like prove to a bunch of guys you're not a pussy.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. It's either ketchup or malor. Sure, yeah, right.
1: yeah you're right. Yes, <laughs> uh, they ate wheat coche, mm-hmm. which is corn smut. Uh, it's like a fungus that grows on corn. Mm-hmm. Um, I bet that was good. Uh, he's, he's nodding. Yes, he did think it was good. Uh, we had them eat something called uh, cornic boy bowang.
3: Jesse, I, what's most impressive, besides the, their skill at ingesting this stuff, is the fact that you remember all of these words. <laughs>
1: cornic boy bowang? I mean, come on. Once cornic boy bowang's in your head, it's never leaving. <laughs> Cornick Boy Bawang. That's like the greatest. That was like a, it's like a, it's sort of like a corn nut, like a Filipino corn nuts. Uh, it was adobo flavored. That actually was really good. I ate some of that. That was really good. They ate a Japanese chocolate bar called a Crunky Bar. Oh, wow. Yeah. They ate, oh, they ate those Kit Kat bars. You know those, those Kit Kat bars that you bake in the oven? Have you heard about oh, those? I thought you were going to talk about like the Dr. Pepper Kit
3: Kat bars. Or no, whatever. I'm
1: talking about, they did eat Dr. Pepper Twizzlers. Right. Which I, I do not approve of. But they ate these uh, Kit Kats that you cook and you bake them in the oven and they turn into like a cheesecake flavored custard. Yes. Um, in. And only available only in Japan. Mm. Uh, but <clears throat> we got our hands on some. Brian and Lindsay ate them. Dozens of other things. 28 things in total. Uh, go to toteseat.com uh, and you can find all of them there or on the Maximum Fun channel on YouTube. You know, just search for Brian and Lindsay. We'll totally eat that, or Totes Eat, or whatever. And please share it because I'm—we're really proud of it. I think it is a really fun, funny show,
3: and it looks amazing.
1: Yeah, we we—we well, we, did—we did a fucking pro style, man. Yeah. Our DP Noe Montes did an amazing job. Our director Ben Harrison did an amazing job, and I just threw shit at them and then yelled mm-hmm. at them. And there's some cool disembodied white-gloved hands. So there's a lot of fun to be had on Brian and Lindsay. We'll totally eat that. Okay, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan, Jessica. It's
0: Jordan, Jessica.
1: It's Jordan, Jessica. I'm Jesse Thorne, the voice of the millennial generation. Jordan Morris, boy detective.
3: Aaron Gibson, drink royalty of suicides.
1: <laughs> drink royalty of suicides.
3: I'm going to do it different every time, but isn't, it means the same thing. Isn't
2: Suicide Kings a movie? Is that like a movie I that like, it is. you would have a poster of in your dorm? Wait, Suicide King Wasn't
3: it the guy who had the bar who did the film, who had the documentary, who fucked it all up?
2: Oh, no. I know what you mean. I have seen that. The guy who did, did Boondock Saints. Oh,
3: that's what it was. Anyway,
2: I don't S- think that's it. You see
3: how I, I, was I thought Boondock
1: say, Saints. I do. Yeah, I, got, I get that. I was going to say from the director of Rounders. Oh. Right? Don't know. Approximately? Don't know. And also, uh, I don't want to hear on Twitter. I'll
2: maybe look it up or maybe I'll just fucking forget it. Don't tell me what suicide I'm tired of
3: Twitter says. being just a, a direct line for, for stuff that I don't want to look up because I respect my time.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like I already respected my time by not looking it up. Yeah. Now yeah. you're like I had the choice. Yeah. I could either use my time learning it or choose not to learn it. You are making me learn it. <laughs>
3: not and it's for it, it And this is how I
1: already learned it and now you're uh duplicative.
3: Tweet at Ted Cruz.
1: You know what? That's a good idea. Tweet at Ted Cruz what
2: Suicide Kings is. Yes. Everybody.
3: This could be a new thing for you I like this. Whenever you want to correct Jordan or Jesse, just tweet it at Ted Cruz. I love
2: this. I love this. this. I love
1: this. Just tweet Ted Cruz the IMDB link to whatever Suicide Kings is. I think you'll appreciate it. I mean, we know he loves pop culture. He loves the Wu-Tang Clan. Sure. So, uh, he, his favorite superhero is Rorschach. <laughs> um,
2: is that something he said? He made a list of top five favorite superheroes. Uh-huh. Boy, what a boob. This guy, I mean, he's really, I mean, if, if not for Donald Trump being the biggest boob in all of politics, this would be an exceptionally <laughs> high level of boobage that Ted Cruz is doing.
1: He seems like a bright man. So, yeah. I think when someone is, uh, when someone is, is a boob, but not dumb. That sure. takes focus. Like, yeah, Donald Trump may or may not be dumb. Hard to say. Yeah, uh, he's jury's a, still out. He is a definitely a. He's definitely like Donald Trump. I guess is what you might call a special kind of genius. Mm-hmm. You know, like he. He's has, a
3: mime who can speak.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's a, he's a mime who can't not speak. <laughs>
3: right, exactly.
1: He's a something, but uh, when Te- when Ted Cruz. Who had been traveling the country talking about uh, how he was a new generation of Republican who loves the Wu-Tang Clan. uh, And he couldn't name his favorite member of the Wu-Tang Clan. (laughs) The uh, Rorschach thing was he made a list of top
2: five favorite superheroes. And the first four were kind of obvious. It was like Batman, 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 Superman, Spider-Man, Wolverine. And then he included Rorschach from, uh, from Watchmen. And the kind of nerd... Assault that happened was like, oh, you know, Rorschach is supposed to be a kind of a caricature of, you know, Reagan era reactionary politics. He's a, you know, cruel, unfeeling, you know, judge, jury and executioner type. And And Ted
3: Cruz is like, yep,
2: that's my favorite. I love him. (laughs) So, yeah, there's two things at work here. Every and this is my position on the Internet. Everyone who has an opinion is wrong. Every all opinions are wrong. Mm -hmm. Here's my (laughs) feeling about it,
1: Jordan. Yeah. I think you wouldn't have been satisfied no matter who Ted Cruz said was his That's favorite true. superhero, That's unless true. he had said Booster Gold. <laughs> That's
2: true. <laughs> if it was Booster Gold, I would just vote for him. Uh, but yeah, there was the like, the like, oh, what a yeah. He was just throwing in a thing, you know, to appeal to nerds. But then, hey nerds, you can like something and not want to be it. Yeah. Anyway, everyone's wrong.
3: Everyone's wrong. Uh, that's that's the the trick that they're all doing. They're like asked ask Trump about the Bible. He doesn't know. They're just going to say the sure. thing and then totally just dance around the answer.
1: Still, it was cool when the, when President Obama said he loved The Wire.
3: Yeah, yeah. Did,
1: that impressed the shit out of me. <laughs> Obama's great. <laughs> I have no opinions hmm. about those things anyway. Yeah.
3: Um, but um, yeah, journalist. The, the point is, mm-hmm. Ted Cruz. At Ted Cruz or whatever his Twitter is, mm-hmm. that could yeah. be wrong. And if that's wrong, you tweet at Ted Cruz, let him know.
2: I think it's is at Cruzy Juggalo.
1: T. Cruz four twenty. Yeah, T. Cruz.
3: He's the juggalo. juggalo. Well, that would I wouldn't actually surprise me.
1: Yeah,
2: maybe why not? He should be the Juggalos' favorite politician. He does seem to be like. This guy who is clearly losing at this point, you mm-hmm. know, so might as well show up at the Gathering of the Juggalos, get, let a, let Colt Cabana body slam you. <laughs> Fuck it. Who
1: cares?
3: Put on your white clown face paint. Yeah. Talk about magnets.
1: Mm-hmm. Do it your would thing. would be dope if, if Trump wrestled Colt Cabana at the Gathering of the Juggalos. God, that would be that great. would be awesome. Yeah. That would be, like, the greatest wrestling thing. I mean, look, I'm not that well-versed in different wrestling things. Sure. Maybe something cooler has happened. Yeah. I mean, probably Andre the Giant did something cooler at some point. Yeah. But, like, in general, that seems like it would be the greatest wrestling show ever. Yeah. Colt Cabana versus Donald Trump <laughs> at the Gathering of the Giants. I feel
3: like he – but here's the thing. I feel like if Trump did it, it would only boost his ratings. I know. It would only yeah.
1: boost his – like – He's a special kind of genius. Special kind he's, of genius. He
3: Ashton Kutcher better watch out because Trump is pranking everybody.
1: <laughs> so you're saying that even Ashton Kutcher, the prank king, uh-huh. is not safe from Trump's legendary prank. No,
3: he's getting he's a con he's a con artist and a prankster, and he's getting one on over over everybody.
1: Um, uh, you guys should know that Buzz the dog just came over here because he needed more pets. Oh Buzz. Oh Buzz, we'll find you a home, my friend. I met Buzz on a trail while I was hiking and he was wearing one of those little scarfs that said I need a home mm-hmm. and uh we agreed to foster him. <laughs> why were that.
3: the why were the people on a trail? The adoption people. Well, because he
1: needs exercise. He's yeah. out exercising and he was – Oh,
3: they weren't in, in like cages people. like they do at the bank. <laughs> uh,
1: just I an adoption it, fair.
0: A, I thought it was an adoption fair. Just a on a mountain. cages
1: full of cats. Yeah. Just at the top of the That's what I've Griffin been imagining Park. for the huh?
3: last hour.
1: Oh, my gosh. No. It is weird that
2: Buzz – was going for a walk. It is weird walks. that Buzz had the bandana that said, I need a home, but the other dogs had bandanas that said, gay for pay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and they were in their pants. <laughs>
1: Okay, look. It's summer, but this is the end of Mm. summer. As we record this, this will come out on Labor Day, which is basically the last day of summer. It's certainly the last day that I'll be wearing white pants. And... I think. Just because you're getting your period. (laughs) That's true. Yeah, you shouldn't do that. Well, you know way too much about my cycle, Jordan. Well, I mean, we sync up. When you host a podcast together, your moon cycles. For as long as we have together, Aaron. You you and Brian will learn this later.
3: Oh, our periods have been in sync for like gosh, the 90s.
1: Well, that's because in the 90s you did that spell together in women's prison.
3: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Why he was in women's prison, I don't know. I'm glad they changed the rules for that.
1: Yeah, he was I mean, he was glad too. I mean, who would want to be in men's prison when you can be in women's prison? Agreed. It seems fun. Have you seen the really funny show Orange is the New Black? I missed it. I (laughs) don't know anything about it. What's it about? It's a really funny comedy Uh um, about a group of Colorful characters, ne'er do wells, uh, who are all locked up together. They have all these adventures. They do voices. There's uh, flashbacks. Uh, some of them are much better at acting than others of them.
3: I mean, it sounds um, great. I'm not interested in it unless I can watch it all in three days.
1: You know what I love to do? Can I just say this? <laughs> and I'll explain this. I'll explain this terminology to you if you need me to explain it to you. I love to binge watch it, <laughs> which is like – that's when I'll uh, – what I do is like – it goes back to the days of – do you remember DVDs?
3: Oh, yeah, DVDs, DVRs, yeah.
1: So uh-huh. I would no, – not DVR, DVDs.
3: Okay, sorry, yeah. Uh,
1: digital versatile discs. I would choose play all and then I would just veg out. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? On my, I guess, Ali McBeal DVDs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: And, oh, is, you, is this a black leather couch that you're on? Yeah, of course.
0: (laughs)
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I would just veg out and um, have a smoothie or whatever. And now I binge on Netflix. Mm. that's funny. And
3: then you have a juice. It's a smoothie. Cold press juice. Cold press.
1: Cold press. Cold press is as ginger. Mmm. Spicy. Mm. Yeah. It masks the kale flavor. Does anything really. No, of course not. Don't put that in a juice. Just eat it as a food. It doesn't taste that bad as a food. Yeah, kale's good.
3: Rub some lemon juice on it. Forget it.
1: That's the like
2: upsetting reality of kale is that it's pretty good, and if you're making a salad, make it out of kale.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Although it's a little rough to eat. I mean, you got to get some real baby kales if you're gonna, and you got to bruise them and shit. I say cook up a pot of greens. I like a pot mm -hmm. of greens.
3: As Jordan's corpse would say.
1: Oh, shit. I forgot. I
3: forgot.
2: <laughs> 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 well, yes. So the, there we go. Okay. I totally forgot what that corpse pit was. It
3: was too fast. I should have given no, you No, no.
2: You were you were right. You, you threw me the ball, and I
1: laid down and took a nap. <laughs> you're, you're the clown prince of baseball. Sure. Yeah. Okay, right. guys. We have shit to do here. It's summertime. Summer is coming to a close. That's why we are hereby presenting Summer Boy, colon, Bring the Heat. This is the grand finale of the summer boy season. This is when we crown the king or queen of summer boys or the royalty of summer boys. As Aaron so thoughtfully pointed out, gender is not a binary, it's a spectrum. So the royalty of summer boys will be crowned here. We have four candidates. We must pick amongst them. The winner will receive a prize pack. And I think it's important to note that,
2: you know, we've been doing this for a while, maybe two months, three months, something like that. Summer. If you had called previous to this, you can go fuck yourself.
1: Yeah. Or go suck a lemon Mm -hmm. or stick it in your ear. Sure. Uh, Depending. That's three great choices. Yeah. For you, the person who. Should have waited. entertainment on our show <laughs> that we get paid to do and you don't. Sure.
3: Summer is about procrastination and that's what you're rewarding these people for doing.
1: It's, you know what? I'm rewarding these people for being winners, as Donald Trump would put it. Mm-hmm. You know, these are people who understand that you don't get involved until there's stakes. You know, you don't go play poker with no chips. You know, you don't call in a summer boy unless there's a prize pack on the line. Brian's already done some preliminary screening, so we have four finalist candidates. Let's hear the first one.
4: Hey, Jordan Jessico. this is Brendan calling from Boston with a late entry into Summer Boy slash Bring the Heat. Um, I'm calling a little later
2: than I wanted to because I just got back in town from my Summer Boy adventure,
1: where well, I decided in the
2: middle of July
4: that I hated my job, so I quit it and I moved to the beach in Rhode Island with my girlfriend, and the two of us lived in a beach house for the rest of the summer. And worked at the summer theater right down the road, uh, stagehands, and spent our nights at the beach with beers, blunts, and bonfires.
2: What was the last thing he did? Bonfires. Bonfires, yeah. This sounds like that that season of Saved by the Bell where they all worked at the uh, Malibu Beach Club, right? Yeah. Right?
3: I think that was its own Saved by the Bell. Was it? Was it called Saved by the Beach?
2: Nope. Mm, Don't know.
3: It was called say by the bell summertime. Yeah. Or something. Mhm.
2: Say so right? it was called Son of the Beach and it was created by Howard. Stern. Sure, right. Yeah, for FX, always on
1: slightly off.
3: That was a good that's a good entry. That's yeah. my, that's a dream entry.
1: I like that he has the triple B's in there. Yeah, me too. Bears, blunts and bonfires.
2: <laughs> right. And let's hope that bonfire is contained and let's hope you have a, you know, medical
1: license for those blunts. One time my math teacher, Mr. Defrondeville
3: that name's too long.
1: That's why we call him Mr. D. Okay, <laughs> Mr. D. Well, some other reasons. <laughs> Mr. Some D. Some more unfortunate reasons. Mr. D. One time said, "We were in the calculus class." I'm not trying to brag here, guys, but I was Ooh, in calculus. We don't know what
3: age this is. You so. made it all the way to
1: calc, uh, but calc was the all, the last math class in my school, and uh, because I went to a, an arts high school, relatively small, relatively few people have having any interest or facility in math. Um, It was a class of like seven people, which urban public high school, uh, like all my other classes were like 40. So um, he he would give us sort of special lectures because he thought we were special because we loved math. Now, this one guy, Hua, he loved math. But none of the rest of us loved math. We just had to take enough Mm -hmm. years of math to graduate from high school. But, uh, you know, Mr. DeFrontville really valued calculus and he would tell us these stories. And one time he told us this story. He said, one time I was – when I was a teenager like you guys, uh, me and my friends went out on the golf course at night and then the sprinklers came on. And us, we just lit up a spleef. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a spleef. A spleef, huh, Mr. D? Did anyone (laughs) correct him? It was It's too fun. Just lit up a
3: spleef.
2: It's a great, it's a great it, old older guy terminology for pot.
3: Also, yeah. he doesn't understand that you can't really do that when it's wet.
1: I know it was a this whole story.
2: Maybe you was, like amazing. put it under your jacket or something. Oh, I maybe see. Maybe you like shield it. I don't know. Mister do,
1: D was a decent guy. Okay, let's take our next call.
4: Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and Go. This is Josh from Pittsburgh. I'm calling because my uh, son, he's four years old. He just wrapped up maybe the best summer of his life. Um, highlights include uh, he won a goldfish from a carny who was missing a pinky finger, uh, made his own nunchuck, took a whiz off a second story por- porch deck, and he also met Spider Man. Thanks for the show. Bye.
0: Yeah,
1: that's pretty rock solid.
2: <laughs> it's good. I mean, although I mean, it seems like, I mean, the kid's four. He can make. He can call his own podcast. I don't know anything about child development or what age a child does what. Oh, can dial phones, but. To me, I think four is old enough. So this
1: seems like this is. What age would you say is mm-hmm. old enough to listen to this show?
3: Three,
1: right? And then at four, you start calling in.
3: Is the prize pack age appropriate for a four-year-old?
1: What do we got in there? You got the dildo. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yep.
2: Okay, so check. <laughs> and can use it as a lightsaber. Yeah, sure. Or I mean, this... if you know, I know. I mean, or I'm an sure. Airsats
1: penis. Sure.
2: <laughs> I'm sure you guys are. As mad as everyone else that you know, Target's selling out of these Force Awakens toys. God,
1: I can't get enough Star Wars I, toys. Where's my BB-8? In real life, yeah. in real life, or on Facebook and Twitter, please sure. bring More. on the pictures of <laughs> you, an adult, yeah, uh, going to Target <laughs> to buy toys.
3: Or just tweet them at Ted Cruz.
1: Yeah. yeah, you know what? Here's some things to do to Ted Cruz.
2: Tweet him the synopsis to the film that may or may not exist, Suicide Kings. Then tweet him pictures of you with a new BB-8 or a Kylo Ren and or a Captain Phasma.
3: Any other corrections to be made for the show?
1: Yeah. Captain Phasma?
2: Yeah. Is that one of the guys? I, th- I thought Those it was- one of the ladies, right? Yeah, it's, a, it's the woman who's Brienne of Tarth. On Game of Thrones, did you she's see gonna that be, Star Wars? Yes, yeah, she's going to be oh, that like it's going to be, uh, fun. She's gonna she's be cool. great. Yeah.
3: There was a big blow up on online because th- someone was like, "Oh, uh, sorry, but oh, uh, why, why, why
2: can't I see her boobs through her armor?" Do you remember this? <laughs> wait, no. Was, Somebody. Wait, was, did the guy want to see the boobs, or was he mad that he was mad that it, did she? Why that, was he mad? It, basically, that
3: it wasn't a feminine armor. Okay, and then. I don't know where it was on Star Wars. She's like a
2: stormtrooper. Yeah, something, and they right? were like,
3: "Well, sh- it doesn't matter. Your gender doesn't matter when you're protecting yourself from weapons." She's a
2: bad guy. I think she is. Yeah, I think she but she's is. So an- honorable. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, she always keeps it's her oaths. acting. Something
1: happened. She's clearly, range acting. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's <laughs> is also, what is that?
3: Oh, it's where people put on different wigs and, and like, mustaches. Mm-hmm. Only. Only wigs mm-hmm. and mustaches.
1: I know why people do that. It's because the eyes and nose light would recognize them Sure, otherwise. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to take another call? Oh, I
2: was going to say, if you can't get this four-year-old, you know, a Kylo Ren lightsaber with a uh, light-up hilt, <laughs> hand him the dildo. Say it's just like Kylo Ren uses your hero from the movie you haven't seen. Is Kylo Ren a fella or a lady? Uh, fella. Is he used played for by. In a butt or uh, yeah. Stimulate the yeah, prostate? he's really like sex positive. He's yeah. like a sex positive Sith. Yeah. A sex you know, positive Sith lord.
1: You know, a lot of people say a lot of bad stuff about Sith lords. Mm-hmm. But if you are at a workshop at Good Vibrations in San Francisco mm-hmm. or the Pleasure Chest in West Hollywood. There's always going to be a couple of Sith Lords there. Yeah. And they have such good attitudes about Mm -hmm. sex. For one thing, always affirmative consent. Uh, Number two. Very important. Number two. Like they will – granted, they will murder their enemies and even their friends Mm -hmm. using the power of their mind. Sure. Sure but they will always say do you want to do this and wait for their partner to say yes i do want to do that. I mean they and they'll know if it's
3: really yes cuz they could mind read.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. And the you know the force choke has deadly applications certainly. Yeah. But also you can you know it can be fun in a play situation. Could be erotic as long as you have a safe word. Sure.
3: Yeah, what's her say? Do you do
2: I am your father. <laughs> 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 Let's take our next call. It's pretty good. Hey Jordan, hey Jesse and guests. This is Dan from Seattle. I just wanted to call with my momentous occasion. I uh, just got out of a two-year relationship a couple months ago, and it was bad, but uh, just in time for summer, I got on this Tinder thing for the first time and met
0: a girl and licked her butt. I licked a butt for the summer.
1: For the entire summer, <laughs> that seems too long.
0: I am a summer boy, summer boy. I am a summer boy, summer boy. a bum bum bum.
2: Thanks, <laughs> love the show.
3: I, <laughs> he turned it around with the song.
1: I, I am. I don't know how to feel. Honestly, <laughs> I don't know. I'm baffled. Oh, Jordan, uh, I have this dictionary here. I turned it to mixed bag. Oh, <laughs> yes. It's a picture of this telephone call. Sure. It's a real baffler. Yeah.
3: I so have say,
1: I don't have a problem with him licking butts. I have a problem with
3: him not understanding that that's exactly why you go on Tinder.
1: To lick butts? <laughs> yeah, he said it like it was
2: a surprise, yeah. it's <laughs> where you go. So want he's
1: licking butts. mm mm-hmm. holes? Mm-hmm. But then how does the song go? I am a summer boy, summer boy, summer boy, boom, mm-hmm. bum, 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 bum.
2: summer boy, summer boy. Bum, okay. Brum, bum, bum, bum. Let's move on. Let's, let's. I like the drum fills. Me
1: too. Good drum fills.
2: I don't know. It's There's no a lot she, going on. There's no
1: Sheila E. Sure. If I, if I was going to make a, drum, a summer boy song, you know I'd get to do the um, but drum it, fills.
3: Is it let Get Physical? Is that what you're uh, basing it off of?
1: I think... I'm not basing it. He wrote oh, yeah. the song. I think it's probably one of those oh, Pharrell-Marvin Gay situations it's sort of inspired by. Mm. Yeah. Because
2: the real song is, come on and get physical. And his version is, I want to be a summer boy. Okay. It's just that, just legally dissimilar. You can
3: take it to court.
2: Legally dissimilar. The drum dissimilar. fills are
1: different. Yeah, sure, they were different drum fills. Not, not as no different fills. as if he had gotten Sheila E. Sure.
3: Yeah, but that's, but that's Olivia it, Newton-John.
1: She would have given, but Sheila E is a great drummer who would have given it some Latin flair. My mm-hmm.
3: favorite drummer.
1: Is Sheila E? Mm hmm. Mine too. Yeah. Who are some other drummers? Uh, <laughs> Her father, Pete Escovedo. Uh, oh, sure.
3: Who else? Uh, Tommy Lee. Sure, he's actually sure. a great drummer, even though he's a, um, you know.
1: Quest Love mm-hmm.
3: from the Roots. Mm-hmm. A lot of great drummers.
1: There's so the many. Everyone. Great Just drummers. everyone. Uh, Charlie father John Rich. Misty. Mm-hmm. That five, Charlie Rich may be the country singer. Mm-hmm. Hard to say. Charlie Watts. Charlie Watts. Mm-hmm. That's the drummer in the Buddy Rolling Rich. Stones. Buddy Rich. Let's not go. forget
3: the the one of the most prolific drummers. Sure. To, to and and with the biggest obstacle, the drummer from Def Leppard.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You got it. He only had sure. one arm. Mm-hmm. John Leppard. Who knows what his name was? Mm-hmm. John Leppard. Uh, no, that is not his name. <laughs> yeah. John his name Leppard. Is John Magica. Oh wow. The, the very
2: man who sacrificed his uh, son well, on a demonic altar.
3: Karma's a bitch, you
4: know? Yeah,
1: sure. One more call. Let's hear it.
4: Patty, this is Zane from Tucson, Arizona. And I was going through my summer trying to figure out, like, if I did any summer boy things. And then I just realized that I kissed my best friend who i had a crush on for three years. That was a mistake because I have a boyfriend, even though we're in an open relationship then a couple weeks later, uh, while he and another friend were at my house, we all decided to skinny dip, I guess, mostly because I didn't have swimsuits for them. And they said, well, we can't just skinny dip if you're not skinny dipping. So I did for some reason. And um, when one of my friends left, when the uh, other friend left to go get his friend, um, my best friend kissed me and we fucked. Um, But I should also mention that we were drunk. Uh, I did not realize how drunk he was until the following Monday. I found his phone in my car, and I had to bring it to him, and then discovered that he did not have any memory of anything that happened in that pool or in the bed afterward. So, yeah, I don't know if that's, like, a good thing, but it's... Definitely fucking happened. So there
1: we go. I'm going to open with this question. Sure. Do we think that this Zane <laughs> is the Zane who writes the African-American sex novels? Mm. Probably, right?
0: I mm-hmm. mean, it
1: clearly has a flair for erotic language. So.
3: I need names because I couldn't keep – I didn't know who was That was, was tough. Yeah, what. my
2: friend's friend – Whose boyfriend? Yeah, this was this could have used some name. I mean, even false name. I like, get how you want to you know protect everybody. I was, prote- in this I was
3: imagining Billy Joel.
2: Sure. As who? As who? As the guy who's Tom getting Hanks. Fucked? Okay. Billy
3: Joel's the boyfriend. Tom Hanks is the guy. She's
2: sure
1: her best friend. So Tom Hanks, Billy Joel's who being cuckolded Billy by Joel Tom when Hanks. They fuck Tom Hanks.
3: That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean. That's why
2: the. Let's. Why you suggest getting. Double-teams by two curly-haired legends. <laughs> Joel? Get back there, Hanks?
3: That's why it's such a confusing choice, because they both have curly hair. Yeah. Yeah,
1: sure. Is that what the marquee says in Madison Square Garden? <laughs> yeah, when Hanks tours with Joel. <laughs> double, get double-teamed. Team Colin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh
2: Billy Joel plays all his hits like Uptown Girl, and Hanks just explains his collection of vintage typewriters.
0: What a specific? And
2: then does scenes from Joe versus the Volcano,
3: uh-huh. which I would watch that.
2: Yeah, be, that be, sounds great. I'd pay two hundred dollars to see that. Okay, what did we have? So what, So what's the? F- I forget what the first one was. The guy who quit his job. Quit his job? To Tom Hanks. Yeah, sure. Tom Hanks, give us a call. You've got a you've got a prize pack coming. So the guy who quit his job, beach Uh,
3: four year old son
2: bonfires, four year old son who met Spider Man and won a goldfish.
1: Yeah, from a guy with no pinky finger. No, I didn't hear that. Yeah, the guy didn't have a pinky finger. Classic goldfish from sounds
2: like a classic carny. Yeah, Uh, butthole liquor. Yeah. Slash song parodist. Yeah. The weird owl of the summer boy song
1: reinventionist
2: song reinventionist
3: and then memento
2: cheating and then. Do you guys have any initial? F- okay. I'll uh, tell you why number talk my number one favorite, out, please. Oh, you already have a number yeah. one. Yeah. Okay.
3: Number one's my favorite because I do think that, like Don Henley, I like an innocence. I like a, <laughs> I like a Boys of Summer sure. style. Like, yeah. you know, I'm just wearing sunglasses and enjoying my life. Yeah.
1: Can I ask you Deadhead a sticker on a Cadillac. Mm-hmm. What do you think we should do after the Boys of Summer have gone? Mm.
3: Oh, like, are you going to have like a fall challenge?
1: I mean, I think
2: in a bigger sense, I mean, that Don oh, Henley like, song has a lot of like big questions in it.
3: It's all questions. It's like,
2: what to do after the end of The Innocence? Can yeah. we go back? Can you ever go back home again? Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, boy, the first one was so classic, Summer Boy. And we do have the added bonus of it kind of having a, a built in catchphrase. Was it booze, blunts, and bonfires? Or Beers, beach? blunts. Beers, and blunts, bonfires. and bonfires. I like that.
3: I like the wild B-squared, thing aspect B- of the last one. Very wild things, which is, (laughs) to me, a summertime movie. Sure.
2: That was Gina Gershon calling. She
1: lives in Tucson now and has an open relationship. Um, (laughs) um, It's possible that the last one was a penguin in the pants. And mm, what was really going mm, on was somebody mm, was calling in with a description of the plot of a Zane novel. Oh, Mm, yeah. Sure. And the Zane thing, that was a breadcrumb trail. Yeah. Just reading the the
3: jacket.
2: She was just reading (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's a very bad. It's a
1: cover, Yeah, it's a
3: hard. Cover. Yeah. Then it's a hard we yeah, fucked.
1: But when I brought his cell phone to him, it worked. That's what it says. When I'm reading from the back, uh-huh. back. Yeah, he didn't remember. But we fu- we certainly fucked when my boyfriend's was- friend was taking him home. Yeah, which was a mistake. Even though I'm in an open relationship. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, then it's not a mistake. Yeah,
1: it seems like it was fine. That's the point of an open relationship, unless, right?
3: Unless their rules are it's open relationship, but you can't fuck anybody we know.
2: Sure. Oh, sure. Has to be.
3: That might be the mistake. Could
2: be. Yeah, that could be.
3: Tucson's a very small town. Yeah, there's only four horses there. Sure. You know.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: It's not as small as a one horse town. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, you got. But you. You. But you still. There's more people than there are horses. You've got to share horses. Yeah.
3: You said it. Yeah.
1: Um, Two.
2: Lots of classic summer boy activities. That some, can't cu- can I some cute something?
1: factor. I don't. I'm going to take a time out here from mm-hmm. our deliberations and just offer. What about and. Jordan, I'm cutting you out of this. Sure. This is just me and Aaron here. Okay. okay. Yeah, that's fine. What about uh, Uber, but for horses in Tucson?
0: Mm.
3: Yes, because aren't there horses who just want to get out?
1: Yeah. It, and there's
3: Everybody wins.
1: And the horse sharing economy, I think. You guys are such really disruptors. Say, yeah, You're really are.
2: disrupting the Tucson horse economy.
1: Well, it's a, it's a silo that's been yeah. waiting for disruption. Anyway, someone Even take she, out my garbage.
2: What if it's just... <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Did you guys see that? What? No. There's an Uber for taking out your garbage. There is? I yeah. can't
3: even – you know about the button, the Amazon button for under your sink for when you run out of toilet paper? <laughs> Charmin will basically put a thing under your sink or you can get it. And How you,
2: fast does it come?
3: It just is like you don't have to go to the internet basically. You can yeah. poo-poo and then do your last roll and then push the button and then that's it. Anyway. I still – I do think the baby boomer generation is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no you're probably yeah hey, sure. hey, we might be lazy but they yeah. used all of the resources and have yep. all the social security they had it easy and they still fucked it up and yeah. we have a hard, and we're do you think not- that's why
1: we have an app so somebody comes to take out our garbage for us
3: yeah because we're looking for jobs
1: yeah, yeah sure no you're right you know what i really relate to young people i really like the wu-tang clan too mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. well so- who's your favorite member <laughs>
1: The husky one?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Who's your favorite uh, late 80s? The one from the Mariah Carey song. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who's your favorite late 80s comic book antihero?
3: Finally.
1: Booster Gold?
2: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's it. Firestorm? Yeah. These are all good choices. And
1: uh. Okay, yeah. Firestorm the Nuclear Man? Is that what he's called?
2: <laughs> Ooh, don't know. Don't know nothing about Firestorm. He's okay. two guys, though. He's two guys. He's two consciousnesses. Rolled it to one guy, right? Oh, wow. A brainy guy. Just like a...
1: W-B-E- W.E.B. Du Bois. <laughs> yes,
2: yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs>
2: famous civil rights fireball thrower. <laughs> uh, <laughs> W.E.B. Du Bois was in the Justice League for a while, right? The double double consciousness. Yeah.
1: So, okay, so the first guy is the most classic. Yeah. Uh, the second one had the song in it, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the third one. That was the butthole-licking
1: Okay, well then second the second one was second the one? son who oh, met Spider-Man. It's hard to not give a prize to a four-year-old, but this guy is sure. – but, th-
3: but he's got time.
1: Nobody wants to just listen to a bunch of stories about your four-year-old. Sure. By the way, Simon yep. today, <laughs> mm-hmm. he said to Teresa – I standing there in the kitchen. He says to Teresa, Mommy, do you want to be a planet, a moon, or electricity? Mm. That's a big question. And she said, "Wow, I don't know." Just like Simon. Don
2: Hanley's "The Boys of Summer."
1: Yeah, she <laughs> said, "I don't know, Simon. I think I'll be a moon. Mm. I'd like to be a moon." And he said, "I'm a key spinner."
3: Wasn't an option. <laughs> 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 he
0: spinner. controls
3: that
1: game. That's good. Yeah, I'm a key spinner.
2: I think if I I don't I don't dislike. The four-year-old story it has a lot of great shit in it. Yeah, but I do think that it is a little bit of a, you know, it is a little bit of a. It's a reach. A, it's a reach. It's a right. reach, and I think that if we are giving out the this should be to the person who had the summer. So, and if this does include dildos, uh, and malort or whatever, yeah, maybe we should eliminate the four-year-old. Yeah. Is that controversial? Do people?
3: No, I also think I agree with your logic 100%. Mm-hmm. I also think that kid's going to have a lot of summer boy moments. He's
2: going to have a lot of summer boy moments. And
3: maybe he'll have a better one next year. Sure. And he can call himself and stop being a lazy sure. whatever
1: this new generation's called. What if next year he decides to be electricity? There you go. Call us and tell us. Yeah. Then... Maybe it'll
2: be fun.
3: What is this generation? What are your kids? What's the generation? Do they have one yet? Name?
2: Uh, generation Next. <laughs> called the key spinners, right?
3: Framilies? Yeah. (laughs) Generation (laughs) Framilies?
2: (laughs) They're the top five generation.
3: (laughs) Oh, my God. They're just listicles. Yeah, sure.
2: (laughs) Uh, Song, pretty good.
1: Uh... It sounds like the opinions are coalescing around this classic who quit his I job. I know yeah, I yeah, I like beach.
2: it. I would here's what I would have liked it if it was a, you know, classic telling off the boss story. Right. I would have liked some details around that. I know we encourage people to keep it pithy, but I think in this case I would have liked to have heard how exactly you, you know, told told old man Magic Eye to go fuck himself. John
3: Magic Magi- John Magic Eye. Yeah.
2: He's one of the last remaining employees right.
1: at Incorporated. Yeah, could have been unimportant. It could have just been this guy didn't show up. He answers the like, phone, copying <laughs> books from 1998 <laughs> and sending them to Barnes and Noble,
3: using the same Tucson. machine as your yeah.
2: tattoo artist. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think I'm going classic too. I think I'm going the first guy.
3: Don't you can't you see I think what makes and I'm new new to summer boy situations, but mm-hmm. what makes a good summer boy scenario is one that you can see yourself in mm-hmm. and just a sure. smile on your face. No,
2: you know right. what? That's a great point. And I don't think that's something that we've brought up, but yeah, it is kind of aspirational in mm-hmm. that way. It is there is kind of a you know, this
1: could be me.
3: A chicken soup for the summer boy.
1: Look, I don't drink. Mm-hmm. I don't even Puff spleefs. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) But I still, I nonetheless felt. You have an analog to this in your mind. Yeah. I mean, I can see Mm -hmm. that. I can see that life. Mm -hmm. I can feel it for myself in a way that I can't feel winning a goldfish from a carny who's missing a pinky finger. Mm -hmm. So I think the first guys are. You have met Spider-Man, though, and it didn't go well. Brian, do you remember what his name was? I met you one time when you were dressed up in a Spider-Man suit. No, oh, those were the days. Yeah,
2: but when you guys knew each
3: other or before you were friends. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's actually how we became oh, friends. Yeah, uh, Jordan was Jesse uh, was dressed as Carnage. Jordan <laughs> so, went, Jordan was wearing a Spider-Man suit. Mm-hmm. I spotted him. I spotted him on uh, just right over right over here on Sixth Street.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Here in Los Angeles, MacArthur I, Park. Yep. Mm-hmm. I pulled him into an alley and sucked him off. Mm-hmm. And we've been friends ever since.
3: That's a not, you know, most people would just transaction done, so you never –
1: Right. Well, the good news is he was really drunk. I brought his mm-hmm. cell phone to him later. This is funny because that's the first time I'm hearing this story, so yeah. this is nice. I'm... This is
3: not unheard of, this yeah. situation.
1: Yeah. That's just – it's just a fun story. It's just sort of a it's – like, it's like a friendship meet-cute. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of a meet-cute? Yeah. It's like a
3: uh, – Is that when you
1: – It's like if you draw, like, big eyes on a steak –
3: Oh yeah, <laughs> That's good. do you tell do you tell children this origin story of your friendship
1: all the time? Okay. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Jesse, Four you do you do that story years. time at the public library, right? <laughs> but you don't bring books.
1: Just my Spider Man. Yeah. Story.
0: Just, <laughs> <sure>.
1: <laughs> okay. The first guy wins. Remind me what his name was, Brian? Brendan, Brendan from Boston, Massachusetts. Congratulations! Email Brian at maximumfund.org. Your address and whatnot. And we'll. Send you a prize pack full of dildonics and whatever we've got in the sure. closet. Uh, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. La, 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 la,
0: la, la, la.
1: Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective.
3: Aaron Gibson, royalty of the suicide drinks.
1: I've got two announcements for mm-hmm. our listeners there's a micro and a macro. Micro applies to uh, uh, the Portland area, along with. Uh, certain other parts of Oregon mm-hmm. and Jefferson, which is southern Oregon and northern California. Sure. If you, Looking at you, Vancouver, Washington. If you miss out, it's that's a ways. Is that a waste? No, I think you can. Oh, Vancouver, Washington. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. No, that's right there. Yeah. Yeah, that, well, that's right in the air. Vancouver, BC, a... it'd be nice to see you, but it's not a requirement. I'd like to see everyone. Take a train. At, everyone in the Willamette Valley mm-hmm. to come by. Sure. I know Rach-Tacular is driving up from Bend. There you go. Oh, I think she lives in Bend. I don't know, Medford? Mm. You know, something like that. All those towns. Uh, so here's the deal. Uh, if you miss this show, you're on the shit list forever because it's going to be epic. It's going to be great. Um, you're And get your tickets right now because there are <clears throat> only a few tickets left. Uh, as soon as the word leaks out that uh, we have um, um, literally the Queen of Portland on our show. <laughs> um you're going to be real sorry that you didn't buy tickets that's number 1 that's a micro thing macro thing on a larger scale you don't have to live within driving distance of portland oregon for this if you enjoy laughing mm. or learning i need you to subscribe to throwing shade this has to be it a seems top silly that there was there life. would be someone who doesn't already it seems monstrous yeah. it seems grotesque it's Thank like you. one of those things where like uh, you know, first they came for this and then they came for that and eventually sure. yeah. every all the, everybody had been uh, mm-hmm. uh, holocausted. Yeah. It's like you think like it seems weird at the beginning that nobody was like, hey, don't come for that. Mm-hmm. The same sort of thing applies roughly. I mean it's not a one-to-one direct comparison. It's – you know, this is figurative language. So you can loosen it up a little bit. But I basically think that anybody who doesn't subscribe to throwing shade is essentially a fascist.
3: That's a great way. I didn't know where you were going because you did mention holocausting. Mm -hmm. Right. And I thought you were going to get darker, but you totally turned it around. Yeah.
0: I did.
2: Just let it back to simple fascism. I I, I did a full 360. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Covered it all. Yeah. Thank you so much for saying all of those wonderful things.
1: Aaron. you don't have to say anything more about your show. I will just say uh, I love listening to it and laughing at it uh my wife loves living listening to it and laughing at it uh our children aren't allowed to listen to it
3: you should take credit you came up with the tagline do you know that i did
1: yeah and i thought it was a bad tagline
3: we took it yeah we ran you said
1: good enough Mm-mm-mm-mm. that's that's the motto that's the tagline by the way good enough <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're trying <laughs> shade. Yeah.
1: good enough throwing shade is a comedy show uh that is about um a few things Uh, Number one, uh, unspeakable vulgarity, which Mm -hmm. if you've listened to Jordan Jesse go through an entire episode, you're comfortable with that. Uh, And number two is uh, what's going on in the world of uh, gay stuff and lady stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And they and Brian and Aaron are two of the funniest people I've ever known in my life uh, and even funnier together. And uh, it's also about important stuff. Uh, So don't miss it. Throwing shade. It's the best. Um, and, uh, this, uh, dog down here is named Buzz. So mm-hmm. he's also the best as far as I can tell. <laughs> he's,
3: he's in, he's in, he's going to take over for us on Throwing Shade. He's has got Because we of... think he's better.
1: So lady
2: issues, gay issues. All by a dog. Stra- stray dog issues. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hashtag- Covered garbage cans. That's number one. <laughs> yeah. That's the number one stray dog issue. What hashtag-
3: bananas on the street taste like. Yeah.
1: Hashtag JJGo on Twitter, uh, maximumfun.reddit.com. Usually a big fat discussion on the subreddit there about Jordan and Jesse Go every week. Uh, on Facebook, there's a Maximum Fun group and there's a Jordan and Jesse Go page. Both of them are a blast in Portland, Oregon on Saturday. You can check out Brian and Lindsay at toteseat.com. Aaron is at Giblertron. You got it. Is that right? Yeah. Did I get that? Nailed it. On Twitter at Giblertron, a delight. To follow on Twitter, um, I'm at Jesse Thorn. Jordan's at Jordan underscore Morris, and we'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. MaximumFun
2: Comedy and culture, artist owned,
1: listener supported.